Good afternoon, everybody. Hello, stress busters. It's me again. Uh, four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm here. I hope you're here too. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to talk today about the very best result I've ever got. Now then, this was quite a number of years ago now, but I'm really proud of this result. And um, I had a photograph at one point of this lady and I split it in two. And I had, a, I had a photograph of her when she came to see me, and I had a photograph above that uh, of when she left. And the difference was just so physical. You could just see the difference in this poor woman um, so much. So she came to me complaining of panic attacks, and she was having six, seven, eight panic attacks a day. I mean, she was describing running to toilets and, and holding the sink, uh, the taps on the sink, while she was having a panic attack, trying to, trying to keep herself sane, you know? And she was doing, just imagine, doing that kind of thing seven or eight times a day. I mean, she was just, she'd had it. Right? She was just on the edge. She was, she was that close to having a breakdown completely and, and ended up in hospital. The reason for her stress, she was the mum of a heart baby. Um, she was constantly in the hospital all the time. This little baby was like less than a year old, but she had heart problems. She was always in hospital. There was so much to cope with. She had other children as well. So all the time, just stress building on stress, building on stress. You talk about the stress cycle. And she was so busy looking after this poor little baby. I remember the baby used to have all tubes up her nose all the time, you know. And so busy looking after the baby. But nobody was looking after her. Nobody. And following on from my, from my email yesterday, we all need somebody to look after us. And she came to me. And she got real lucky. Because she got me to look after her. And I looked after her in a most magical way. As usual, anyone that bad, she got a 20-minute recording. And she went away, and I think the first week, she listened to that 20-minute recording about three times a day. She probably needed more, but she didn't have the time for more. And she kept coming back to me for uh, weekly sessions for the first month, five weeks. And her stress levels just went woof. And, you know, the reason for this is the combination of she did everything, everything I told her to do. She was my favourite ever client. And the reason she was my favourite client was because she was so desperate, she believed me. She was so desperate that she put her faith in me and she trusted me. And if I said jump, she literally said how high. So when I said, this is your recording, go and listen to this twice a day, that's exactly what she did. And when she came back and said, okay, well, this is better, that's not, this, that, that, communication is everything when, when I work with people. You've got to tell me what's going on. Even now, when I give you these free recordings in this group, you've got to come back and tell me. I know who's listening to the recordings and who isn't. Because if you're listening to them, you've always got something to say to me. 
you've always got a question to ask because the recordings trigger feelings in you. So I always know you can't pretend you're listening. You can't bullshit a bullshitter. So she went away and did everything I said. She come back each week. So oh, this is better. That's better. That's not. So we're just working, guiding, finding her way, finding what worked for her, changing everything. You know, at one point around about the five week mark, we actually had a conversation about her wardrobe. And I sent this woman home. You might sound, think this sounds crazy. I work in a very intuitive way. And I respond to what's going on in front of me. And sometimes I say things that someone else would never think of saying. But it always seems to be the right thing to say. And honest to God, I sent this woman home. We'd got a very good relationship by about five weeks in. I sent her home and told her to clear out her wardrobe and throw a lot of her clothes away. And you know, as I'm sure you've just done that, she was stunned. But we had a conversation about it. I explained why she needed to do this. She went away and did that. She went home and bagged up all her dowdy, boring, horrible clothes. She had been so stressed for so long and so wound up and, and wrapped up in, in her problems and the things she had to deal with. She just stopped thinking about what she looked like. And the, the, the photograph, which I've lost now, unfortunately, but the photograph, I told you, her haircut was just so, so functional and dowdy, you know, and, and she went away and, you know, she went off and got her hair done and she started looking and feeling like a woman again. And it just, the difference in her was amazing. And so I, uh, we worked together, we stopped the weekly sessions, but we went on for quite a while. Um, she probably stopped having panic attacks about the five or six week mark completely. It took that long to get it, get them down because she was so bad. And we suppose, I reckon we worked for about three months together in the end. And actually we became quite close and quite good friends. We've lost touch now, but we were quite good friends for a long time. And, and I always think of her as a miracle. And I always think of her as my my ideal client. You know, it doesn't, the, what's the message from this? The message from this is it doesn't matter how bad you are. It doesn't matter how bad your issue is. Don't let other people tell you how to cope with that. I don't care if you come to me or go to someone else, but find someone who will tell you that you can get rid of it, that you can move on from it, that you can live a positive, happy, healthy life. You know, don't settle for these things. If you've got an issue, if you're having panic attacks, then you can get rid of them. A number of people that I've worked with with panic attacks, I know somebody was asking me about this earlier, but I know many people I've worked with with panic attacks, I've had them kind of take a step back and, and kind of look at themselves having the attack. Oh, look, I'm having another panic attack. And there's a huge power in that kind of detachment from the physical. But you've got to start the process of getting your stress levels down. You've got to have that new 
focus coming in from that recording to, to get that starting to move, getting those feelings shifting. And then you can start to take that step back and oh look, I'm having another panic attack. Instead of that being completely lost inside the panic attack. Panic attacks really are just, all they are is the flight or fight just going overboard. They are a massive stress response and they are a stress cycle, they are habitual and like everything else we can turn that cycle around and start creating a positive cycle. When, when we're on the edge all the time it's easy to tip over the edge. If our ambient stress level is down here and stressful things happen, if we're down here when we get a bump in the stress, we're still underneath, we're still in safe zone. But if our ambient stress level is up here, if we're living on the edge already, it doesn't take much to push us over. So if we're having panic attacks, we are so stressed that it is more likely to have another panic attack. For me, it was anger and temper. So all the time I was gardening in the, in the late 90s, and I, I was losing my temper all the time. I was always so close to the edge that it was so easy for me to fall over the edge. We have to replace that and turn that cycle around. If you're having panic attacks and you know me, then if you're not contacting me, if, if you're in my group, you know, I'm looking after everybody for free. I'm not charging any money at the moment. If you have panic attacks, and you're not asking for my help to get rid of them, then you are choosing to have panic attacks and you need to have a word with yourself and, and ask, well, why? Why do I accept this as part of myself? And, and this goes on for, for way other things as well. It doesn't matter what your stress-related issue is. Am I accepting this as part of myself or am I taking the measures I need to get rid of it? I love this girl, Julie. Um, I, when I post this up, I'm going to copy her comment, her feedback into the comments. Because yeah, she changed just completely. It just Her whole life after that changed. And the beauty of when, when you work in this way, once you learn about stress, when once you learn about how you respond to stress, you can see stress coming a mile away. You can see it and, and, oh, stress is coming, do something about it. And then that way you can always balance the scales. If you think about this girl, when I met her, her scales were like just not balanced. And all I did for her was balance her scales. You know, all I did was teach her how to care for herself as much as she needed to in order to cope with everything she had to cope with. So if you think you're, you're, you're too stressed or, or whatever, too busy to look after yourself, to care for yourself, you're wrong. You just take balance the scales. Do as much as it ever takes. You don't need to do more, but you've got to do as much. I love working with that girl. I loved how desperate she was. I love desperate people. I love people who are teetering on the edge of sanity. I love people who just can't cope any longer. 
they are, seriously, they are my favourite client. If you're in business, most businesses fail in the first five years because of owner burnout. Don't burn out. You know, it, this whole thing is, is I teach people how to, and you can enjoy your business, you can enjoy your life, and you can cope with everything that life keeps throwing at you from every angle, you can cope with that, easy. So, panic attacks, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Thanks for watching, I'll see you next time. Bye.